Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Good morning to Chris Barsby and Jared Daffy. Morning, guys. Morning, Steve. Morning, Chris. Chris, tonight at Gloucester, is that where you're going to start? Yeah, we certainly are, Steve. They've got uh, a really good feature race program tonight. Race 5 is the Knights of Thunder final, but race 4 is the free-for-all, and this features Chicago Bulls. So he's the current favourite at $1.85. Wild West, his stable made four sixty. Six fifty Galactic Star Hampton Banner, $7 Motu Premier. What are they doing here, Jared, in race number 4? I think they don't know, Chris. Uh, he's been a dollar eighty out to a dollar eighty five. Uh, Chicago Bull. The boys are pretty keen to get something out of uh, out of him, but hasn't been any massive shortener apart from ones just coming a little bit. Hampton Banner, uh, number four, seven fifty into six fifty. So looks like uh, they're adopting the approach of wait and see here. But you might be able to get a little bit better Chicago Bull later in the day. Okay, well, that backs up what Matt Young said yesterday because he was just putting his hands in the air. He didn't know which way to go either with that race tonight. So it's a, a real puzzler for punters. The Knights of Thunder final, a lot more clear cut. Ideal okay. agent, $1.33, $6 for both Magnificent and Regazzo Mac, but it looks like one-way traffic here. Yeah, it is, and it looks like punters can see that this will win. It's $1.33, rock solid in the market. If you're looking to take exotics, trifectas, etc., the one that's had a few nibbles on it is number six, the Ideal Touch. Now, it opened at 23. It's into 17. It's into 260 a place now with the long odds and favourite to win there. But, uh, yeah, I think most concede it'll probably win Ideal Agent. OK. Let's go to Menangle tomorrow night. Race number five is their feature. It's the New Year's gift final. And the favourite here is Jazzy Star. We had heats last week, 380. Uh, others that are given a chance, we've got Lockheel, 7 out, Cook, out. Go again, our cowgirls and lace at 550. I like me better at 550. Doubtless Bay 480, Island Fire Dance at seven dollars. So there's quite a few in the mix here. Yeah, there certainly is. Three dollars eighty the field. The one that has toughened up is Doubtless Bay. It was six fifty in the opening market. It's into four eighty now, and as a result of that, most of the others are there under the thirteen dollar mark have sort of eased out a little bit, but it's the one they want. Race five, number nine, Doubtless Bay. Okay, well, that's Menangle. Let's go right down to Tassie tomorrow night because they've got another feature. Uh, the uh, the big cup there last week, last Sunday at Hobart. Devonport Cup tomorrow night. The favourite here in what looks uh, quite open. Riley Major off a 30-metre handicap, 330. Mm. Lip Reader at $4. And then we're going to Racketeers Boy, $8. 850 about B Major Threat. Yeah, obviously it's a stand. The two that you mentioned first up, the two favourites are both drifters. Riley Major, 280 out to 330. Lip Reader, 350 out to $4. I know the last couple of years we've covered the Devonport Cup, Chris. There's always money for some of those, uh, particularly off the front row, and that's been the case here. Number two, Racketeers Boy, 23 into eight. Uh, number six, Resurgent Storm, 23 into 950. And a similar move for number 11 here, uh, B major threat, 23 into 850. So if you fancy a roughie uh, and prepared to take those faves on from the back mark, uh, they're the three that they're back, race six, number two, race six, number six, and race six, number 11. Okay. All right, numbers two, six, and 11, all finding support there. That's the Devonport Cup tomorrow night. The most fascinating race all weekend from a harness racing perspective is the Shepparton Cup tomorrow night. It features the return to racing of Lock and Varar. Going down the board here, Tango Tara 550, Mac Da Vinci 650, 
Western Sonyador 41, Al Uncle Sam 10, Spirit of St. Louis 350, San Carlo 81, Lochinvara 210, Torrid Saint 23. Steve's been talking about what price we can expect come jump time tomorrow night all week long. He's now 210. Yeah, I think universally it looks like most are prepared to risk him. He opened at 165. He's out to 210, Chris, and there hasn't been any takers there. So if you do want to be with the champ tomorrow night, I'm certain you're going to get a better quote. The two they have latched on to, well, they backed a few here, but the two main ones, number two, Mac Da Vinci, eight, uh, 950, 950 into 6.50, and Uncle Sam, uh, one that we know well, has been 19 into 10. So as I said, pretty good support for most others in that race apart from the fave, Lock and Varart. Chris, what leads? Uh, either the one or two. I think Tango Tara or Mac Da Vinci. Andy Gatt said it's the best draw that they've had with Tango Tara, so they're hopeful they can hold up, but Mac Da Vinci will test him early. So either one or two. So that's the Shepparton Cup. The other feature there tomorrow night is the trotting feature, the Derby Royale, which is race eight. Favourite here, Majestuoso, $1.90, and Powder Keg, $2. This is a... A good old-fashioned two-horse race here, Jared. It is, uh, but it's a good old-fashioned one-horse race if you believe the money. Powder keg, one fifty-five out to two dollars, so it's been displaced as favourite by Majestuoso. Two eighty we put up uh, now into a dollar ninety, and I had a look last night, and there's money for it even at the dollar ninety, so it might start a little bit shorter. Uh, some sort of interest in uh, number five, though, Fortuna, thirteen into eleven, but Powder keg on the drift big time, and Majestuoso the one coming in. Okay, so is he part of the multi this weekend, Majestuoso? Yeah, he is. Uh, we've got uh, tonight, Ideal Agent, race five, number two at Gloucester Park. Then race five, number nine, uh, Doubtless Bay at Menangle. And the other one is Majestuoso tomorrow night, race eight, number eight at Shep. Okay, Steve, can you add to that? Brooks Spire, the place, Chris, throwing a multi in the Gold Coast. Okay, so Brooks by the place for the Gold Coast tomorrow. Jared, busy time. Really appreciate it. Uh, best of luck tomorrow, and we'll uh, we'll chat soon. Thanks, guys. Brooks by, by the way, Chris is race four, number eight. It's a dollar seventy-five. The place at the moment. Okay, we can work with that. So that's race four tomorrow at the Gold Coast. I'm fascinated to get the thoughts of Ryan Spice, and I'm sure he's got a thought to pass on about this Shepparton Cup tomorrow night because. As we just learned there, Lockenvarad is a significant drifter. 210 after opening at 165. He's about to join us online now. Ryan, good morning. We're just waiting for him to join us, and he'll be there in a matter of a moment, uh, Ryan Spice. In fact, um, yeah. yeah, it will be interesting. Um, you, but, it's, Chris, you just say most people are going to want to risk him for something, aren't they? Um, I think you know. they have to, Steve. Like, like, first up in 12 months, he's had two really soft trials, so... And you just can't beat race fitness, you know, even with the thoroughbreds. Yeah. I mean, if it was a good horse returning from a long spell with off an injury, you know, that normally's going to have to get back. Surely you're going to have to risk it for something. And I suppose it all comes down to sectional times, but he's with us now, Chris. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. Are you potting it or not? Locking bar art? Mm. No, I think he's the winner of the race. Um, I love that he's had a sneaky trial on Tuesday. Um, I love that 2600 Shepherd and Cup, where the horse is trained. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's the winner of the race. What okay. odds do you think so he'll start? Yeah, uh, I think you start around the two dollar mark. Um, yeah, black odds. I think he's a bet. 
So you're not surprised there's been a fairly significant shift away from him? 165, he opened 210. Was that just way unders, 165? Yeah, I think he's found his, his right price now. Um, and from a map perspective, I think David Moran will sit out the back early. Without a doubt, Mac DaVinci will take a big shot at Tango Tara early with Anthony Buck getting the drive. And then if the pace slackens, David Moran will be off to the breeze and put him into the race. Otherwise, uh, yeah, and he'll just, even though he's had 12 months off the scene, I think his uh, champion qualities will shine through. Okay, so you're firmly in the corner of Lock and Bar, right? That shocked me. Uh, well, I think he'll come out, win this weekend, probably have next week off, go around the Casey Classic, and then it'll be a week into the Hunter Cup. Okay, where he will clash with King of Swing again. Yes. Mm. It's sort of what harness racing needs, though, Ryan, isn't it? It'd be just great for harness racing in general for a horse of his profile to win first up and look great. Oh, absolutely. The, the sports need him to come out and flex his muscles and show us that he's still uh, pretty much the best horse in Australia. Okay. Uh, a little bit of support for our uncle Sam. Uh, do, do you look at any sort of other runner in this race? Is there any sort of blowout chance? Wifton Sonia Door with Blake Jones driving, could could he be a spoiler? Uh, I think Tango Tara's got the barrier to be the knockout chance. Um, I can't uh, I think Louis is going to have to do some work early, get forward and wait for cover. Um, yeah, no, I can't really have any of the others. All right, so firmly in the corner of Lock and Varat. So first up, uh, first up in 12 months, so uh, be with him, 210. So that's value right now? Uh, well, I've taken 240. That was the price I was happy with. So I think maybe punters should wait a, a little bit for a bit more of a drift and then have a play. Okay, okay. All right, what else takes your fancy across the weekend? Um, well, Brittany's tipped us into a Hoka Chopper tomorrow night at Redcliffe, which is race one, number one. I think we can couple a Hoka Chopper up into a couple of other shorties that are likely to be on the card, such as race two, number one, Life's Black. I think he can be leading and winning. And also in the band two to four, which is race six, Governor Jujon sneaks into that field. He loves Redcliffe. I think if we get anything in around the $2 mark, you can be with the Gov as well. Okay. The chances of getting around $2? Uh, I think the, the, the fact that he maps have to sit out the back with Rock and Roll Icon leading and Squire in the breeze, I, yeah, I think that we're going to get $1.80-ish, $2.00. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. So we can take the multi tomorrow at Redcliffe. A hoka chopper race one, race two, Life's Black, and race six, Governor Jujon. And uh, Ryan's very keen on uh, Lock and Varad and the Shepparton Cup, which comes through as race number seven, 8.40 start time, Queensland time for the Shepparton Cup. Ryan, as always, really appreciate the time. We'll chat again next week. Cheers, Chris. Thanks, mate. There's Ryan Spy. So that, that shocks me, Steve. Um, He's keen to be with Lock and Virat, so I think it's a tall order, but um, he's a quality horse, so we'll wait and see. We'll mm. wait and see. It'll tell us, won't it, Chris, just so, you know, that, that betting five or ten minutes out from the race as, as to what happens? Yeah. Yeah. And that early pressure is going to be key as well between Tango Tara and Mac Da Vinci. If they go ballistic early, that obviously increases the chances of Lock and Virat, but... Uh, 
it's going to be interesting that race for a Could number of different reasons. Could be a big weekend for some big so names. Could we see Chicago back in the winner's circle and Lockenvar Art back in the winner's circle yeah. the following night at two of the headline acts in Australian harness racing? Darren Clayton's with us now. Darren, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. You've got to find a few winners for Redcliffe tomorrow night. Ryan Spice just outlining there's likely to be a few shorties. He's outlined a Hoka Chopper, Life's Black, Governor Jujon. We can play them in a multi. Brittany Graham was tipping a Hoka Chopper. How do you see this 10 race card tomorrow night? Yeah, well, I think we're all uh, singing from the same hymn book there. I've got, uh, I thought a Hoka Chopper gets every chance. Life's Black back at Redcliffe. Geez, he was. Uh, He's probably a, a good thing beaten there on Tuesday at Red uh, at Albion Park was Life's Black just running into dead ends all the way home. Um, the governor, big, he, he'll be hard to beat. Um, so I guess if we're looking outside of those, I thought in race five, horse number two, Rani. Um, she's a horse or a mare. She doesn't get to draw the front very often. She's only been able to lead or had a barrier to lead uh, on three occasions. Two of those has been where she has been able to win those races and uh, one of those at Redcliffe two starts back. So she gets into a mare's qualifier from gate two. I can see her getting to the front and from there take them all the way. So I'm keen on her chances and one that I'm hoping we can get a little bit of a price on, race three, horse number eight, Rocks or Diamonds. Um he had a good shot for the front last week, but Letizia kicked through and held him out. Now, from there, he was then in the 1-1 trail, and as the runs were coming, about 400 out, um, he didn't come out. He stayed in, and he was blocked for a run then, and then tried to shoulder his way into the clear at the top of the straight, just didn't get any momentum, and he wasn't too far off them there. He's two from four at Redcliffe. I think if we can get a, a little bit of a price, I'll be keen on playing him as well. Rocks or Diamonds, he's in race three and he's horse number eight. Okay, so we're going with Rani, that's in race five, and Rocks or Diamonds, race three. So just looking at that quaddy tomorrow night, Rani, you like her chances in race five. Um, everyone's tipping Governor Juge on there, race six. The Knights and Dames final, race seven. I'm just thinking of the quaddy tomorrow night. Is it a race in two or is it a race in one? Does Hemsworth take this final tomorrow night? Yeah, it's a race in one, Chris, as far as I can see. I, um, despite coming up with gate nine, the two heats of this, of this were only small fields and Hemsworth just, um, he really, it was only a training jog. He, he only had to sprint the last 200 metres, really, and he, he blitzed that last sort of quarter. It was 27 and change. That's all he had to do. I think he's got a, a huge class differential on his opponents here. Whether they sit back and just come with one sort of uh, move down the back straight and, and put them away or whether they put him forward into the race early, I don't think it matters. I think either way, he's the one to beat and uh, I think he wins that race easily. So from that perspective, I think we probably look at it as a good trifecta race with uh, putting him out in front and then playing with numbers one, four, five and seven, Shikadi. She was a good... Um, she placed in the heat and then has since placed on Tuesday at Albion Park. Catchphrase was a winner of her heat. Um, and then the other two, Dr Feelgood, he's never far away and does have a good record at Redcliffe. And then the seven being Miss Strepo. She'll be second up and just following the pegs. OK. So pretty basic there. Race seven, nine, a standout. And then we're looking at numbers one, four, five and seven. Uh, as far as the uh, other place chances are concerned. So 
With that being said, Ray say that might be the value uh, if there is any for the quaddy tomorrow night. Yeah, I thought that was probably the the most open race on the card. Probably, um, I've got number nine, Pippa Maguire, on top. You talk about a horse's, you know, barrier draws being everything in harness racing. Well, this mare, she's her last fifteen starts, she's been closer than gate three, I think, on one occasion. She just cannot draw a marble. Six nine, six six nine, her past five, and and been running good races. She comes up with nine again. Um, but probably gets more tempo this week and that will probably suit her and also back to, to Mayor's only grade. So I thought she was probably a good chance of winning that. Dangers being Call Me Trish, a good record at Redcliffe and draws gate one. Number four, Mafioso Girl, a good gate speed mare and probably takes a good shot, nearly gets to the front perhaps from gate four. And then you've got Ashley Nitro, um, likely the Redcliffe Horse of the Year from last year. I think it uh, went down to the wire between Ashley Nitro and Life's Black for that award. And she's a swooper, so um, a good bit of tempo early is certainly going to aid her chances. So I thought um, I got Pippa Maguire on top, but, uh, yeah, playing it a bit wider with numbers one, four, five and nine. Okay. Is Zarvin Banner a good thing? Does he jump off the page for you in a race nine tomorrow night? I've certainly got him on top, and I think he's going to be in the red, Chris, but I, yeah, I'm not really sure. Um, just He does sneak into this race nicely. It's a veteran's race. Uh, it's up to, to horses to a rating of 99. He rates as 102, so gets the, the claim of Zach Chapman to get back in the race. It's two runs since returning to Queensland, or he's had three runs now, um, all been in open company. Um, the last two from gate one. Just going back through a few of his races, he probably doesn't like to be locked away. So um, from gate seven, he's certainly going to be uh, off the fence early, you would imagine. So he's only been to Redcliffe on one previous occasion. And on that occasion, he went under as a $1.25 favourite. That was a couple of years ago now. So um, if you look at that historically, well, you might have some concerns about taking a short price, but I uh, I think he should be too good. Him. And this this last race tomorrow night, I'm intrigued by it. Only the five trotters, but some of our better trotters stepping out here. Sir Fahrenheit, Doug, Garland Green's been back to the trials, trialled really well. And then you've got Kingdom Come on the Commando. I think this could be an intriguing race to wrap it all up tomorrow night. Oh, it's super intriguing. Chris, you've got only five horses in it. They're all off five different lines. Standing start over the 2600. So we've got... I'm the commando off the front. There's only two horses in this race have a previous win at Redcliffe. I'm the commando and Doug being those two horses. So I'm the commando gets the opportunity just to, to roll along in front. That's where he likes to be. You've got Kingdom Come off 10 metres. He's probably the best handicapped in that uh, he runs second to Doug in the Christmas Cup um, back in December. That was his last appearance, as it was for Doug. Um, they were off equal marks on that occasion. He gets... A 20 metre lift off Doug this time so he'll be off 10, Doug will be off 30 Doug we know he's he's been back in form but it's uh, he's very enigmatic if it's, if it's the bad Doug that shows up well you might not even get a run for your money and then Sir Fahrenheit he's had five runs at uh, four runs at Redcliffe without a win um, but again he gets to meet Doug probably a little bit a uh, bit more fair at the handicaps than their last meeting from the Albion Park Christmas Cup and of course Garland Green He's none from two at Redcliffe. So um, did compete in this same race last year where he had to sit park. So 
a small field, five different lines. Um, it, it's probably going to be a lot better contest than what you would normally expect from a five-horse race. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a, a very intriguing race there. But I think overall, it could be a part of the paradise to, tomorrow night at Reckler. Ten races, action gets underway at 5.37. You do the dashboard each and every week with the race in Queensland. What can we expect this week? Yeah, well, um, I did put um, best my best bet up as life's black. Um, like we mentioned, I think he gets every opportunity. Mark McNee's got his stable going really well at the moment. There's an early quaddy and a quaddy there. Um, that trifecta that I mentioned. And I thought the um, the leaders, if, we, if you like looking for a leader, Hoka Chopper, Lice Black, Billable Terror, there's three leaders that you could certainly go hard at. And um, the driving honours will probably be pretty fairly split, I thought, across the night. But I think if we keep an eye on Nathan Dawson, he's the leading driver in Queensland after 13 days. He's got 11 wins thus far. He was back in the winner's circle yesterday, and he's probably got a pretty good book. He drives, uh, hello, it's me in race one, Rani, who I'm keen on, Squire, Ashley Nitro, Garland Green, uh, amongst others. He's got, I think, eight or nine drives on the night. So I think if you have a few each-way plays on him, you'll probably come out in front. All right. Well, he had a triple yesterday, so he's certainly in for Nathan Dawson. That's all in front of us tomorrow night. I've got to put you on the spot. We've got nine races at Albion Park today. Did anything jump off the page for you today? Uh, today at Albion Park, you've caught me unawares there, Chris, but I certainly think there's one we can get a little bit later in the card, and it's race six, horse number one, Shadow Minister. Um, he likes to lead. I think he finds the right conditions here, 2100. Um should be tough to beat there. Race six, horse one, shadow minister. Excellent. We'll put you on the spot. You've come up with uh, the goods there. Race six, number one, shadow minister. Darren, as always, really appreciate the time. We'll go looking for the dashboard via the Racing Queensland website. And uh, best of luck tomorrow night. But hopefully it's as easy as what it seems at this point. <laughs> That's all we can hope for. Quite <laughs> often it never is. But um, it, this is one of those meetings where it just... It just seems that it should go that way. Yeah, hopefully punters can attack with confidence there at Redcliffe tomorrow night. So there's Darren Clayton joining us. He'll be back on air with us next week, uh, both Wednesday and Friday. So Redcliffe tomorrow night, not Albion Park. Albion Park racing today, nine races. Action underway from 12-11. Redcliffe, 10 races tomorrow night, 5.37. So, Steve, that is mobile rolling, and I'll join you with the coverage of Albion Park a little bit later today. Thanks, Chris, and I hope the little horse can do it for you this evening. Yeah, fingers crossed. We're talking about Chicago Bull. Thanks, Chris.